Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. I am here to recap the basketball game that I was at on Friday. I was at a Plano Senior taking in a 6-6A boys basketball game between Plano Senior and Plano West in a game that um, that early on kind of had the makings of a potential blowout. However, Plano West was able to make things pretty interesting in the second half. Um, ultimately, though, it is the Wildcats who were able to fend off that second half charge by the Wolves, and Plano Senior hangs on for a 54-44 to victory. Uh, with the win, Plano Senior improves to 6-5 and in District 66A. They are all alone in fourth place. Um, meanwhile, Plano West is 3-8 and eight in 7th place, and with this loss, West was actually eliminated from playoff contention, a rarity in, uh, in the Wolves' history. Um, but nevertheless, uh, this was a game where, uh, you know, it... As as has been the case pretty much any time that you know I've mentioned Plano Senior this season, whether it is in a story or on this podcast, um, I just cannot say enough about just what Plano Senior continues to do on the defensive end of the floor. And I'm um, sure enough that was kind of how they uh, a big reason why they were able to close out Plano West despite the Wolves making a a pretty serious push in the second half. This was um. I mean, this was a game where Plano was leading by 19 points at the half, 36 to 17. Plano West was able to uh, to trim that deficit all the way down to five points with 90 seconds left, uh, 46 to 41. Um, along the way, I'm sure there were some tense moments for the Plano senior fans. Um, one of the things that kind of helped fuel that comeback by West in the fourth quarter. Plano went through a bit of a cold stretch from the free throw line where they missed six out of seven free throws. And, um, you know, during that stretch, you said Plano's, you know, Plano West is able to make it a two-possession game. Um, however, though, you know, nothing gets uh, nothing gets any closer than five points, largely because Plano was just so solid on defense in the fourth quarter. They held Plano West to just one made field goal inside the final five minutes of this game, and that was just a a, a testament to just a whole slew of, uh, of of individual defensive plays that really stuck out and just stifled West as they were trying to uh, to get that one or two extra baskets to really put some serious serious heat on the Wildcats. I mean, you had players like I mean Nathan Dominic, Quentin Williamson, Zachary Creighton, you know, making some uh, some pretty clutch uh, some pretty clutch defensive plays in the fourth quarter to help keep the Wildcats in front. And then um, ultimately, Plano's able to finally cash in from the free throw line when it matters. Um, like I said, they made it a five-point game with 90 seconds left. And then Plano proceeds to score the next eight points um, of the game, all coming on free throws. They went eight out of eight after going six, after going one out of seven, all in the same quarter. So, um, yeah, just a, a very strange quarter for Plano senior shooting free throws. But ultimately, they, um, they get those eight straight points. They're able to pull away. 
get back up by 13, and um, yes, they end up prevailing for a 10-point victory. Um, you know, again, yeah, just just a uh, you know a, a hat tip to the job that Plano did um did on defense in the fourth quarter. And once again, I mean, another key as far as um just you know being able to hold Plano West to only 44 points. Uh, you know, Plano once again submitted a uh, submitted a pretty terrific uh, pretty terrific performance. Um, keeping Plano West leading scorer Ryan Zambi in check by his standards, at least in the uh, for a second straight meeting. Um, you know, Plano kind of laid a bit of a blueprint in their first matchup against Plano West. They were able to hold Zambi to uh, to just four points, um, well, well, well below his season average. Uh, Zambi does a bit better on Friday. You know, he scores 11 points, but still is uh, is just dealt a, a heavy dose of Umar Faiz and Zakari Creighton, as was the case in the first meeting. Those two were, you know basically shared the responsibilities of having to guard Zambi and they just took turns essentially shadowing him the whole game and it was a it was a tactic that obviously paid off the first go around and um, even though Zambi had a bit more success on Friday I mean those buckets were so tough to come by and um, just not I mean just making making life for him very difficult just in any sort of a half-court offense um, you know, through all that, he only missed out of those 11 points. You know, he only made four field goals, needed to get the other three at the free throw line. He did have three steals, so Zambia was obviously pretty big on the defensive end. And, um, you know, that was one of the things that helped Plano West mount this comeback was the job that they did creating turnovers and um, the job that they did on the offensive glass, specifically in the third quarter. Uh, but yeah, a uh, you know a hat tip to Plano's uh, to Plano's defense for the job that they did once again keeping what Plano West leading score in check. And that you know when you look at it, just kind of the way that Plano West offense is divvied up, I mean if Ryan Zambi isn't getting you his normal twenty five to thirty, that's a trickle down effect. Um, you know, throughout the rest of the offense, that just makes it really tough for the Wolves to uh, to kind of reach their ceiling. Um, you know, and ironically enough, Plano West tried to throw a pretty similar wrinkle. At, uh, at Plano to begin the game, um, you know, uh, unlike the uh, the first meeting between these two, you know, Plano West actually came out in a box and one zone defense where they ended up throwing uh, freshman Alex Zambi and had him shadowing Plano's leading scorer Hunter Meyer. Um, you know, it was it was a different look. I mean, Plano West usually runs a two three zone defense, um, but yeah, they tried the box and one on uh, on Hunter Meyer. And I mean, I, I I mean, I get why if they wanted to try to switch things up. I mean, after the first go around, I mean, Hunter Meyer just just absolutely lit the Plano West zone defense on fire in their in their first meeting. He scored I, I want to say 28 points in what turned out to be a pretty lopsided victory by Plano. So I get the idea of wanting to kind of switch things up defensively, try to catch Plano off guard. And if the approach was to try to slow down Meyer right out of the gates, I mean, on paper it worked fine. They held Meyer without a single point in the first quarter. However, Plano was still leading after the first quarter 14 to 4. Because, um, you know, Hunter Meyer was able to make them pay. He ended up assisting on Plano's first three made baskets. Um, you know, it was a, a amount of hot start for players like Umar Faiz and Malcolm Russell. You know, they both got hot from three early on. And, um, you know, head coach Dean Christian said afterwards that, you know, player, you know, Plano has a lot of good, uh, good outside shooters, guys like Faiz and Russell, players who really thrive in catch and shoot situations, which is something that the, uh, you know, that the box in one zone in turn kind of opened up for Plano. And yes, Plano was able to capitalize and they were able to jump out to that 10 point lead and just right out of the gates. You know, if you're Plano West and you know, if you're Plano West and Hunter Meyer hasn't scored a single bucket and you're already down 10 points, that's just kind of 
sets a pretty that sets a pretty bleak tone for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the game. And you know, Plano was able to ride that momentum to a 19 point lead at the half, as I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, Plano West was able to chip away though in the second half, um, and they did so, like I said earlier, by uh, you know forcing some turnovers. And then they did a, they did a terrific job on the offensive glass in the third quarter. They had a they had five offensive rebounds. Um, you know, uh, five off five offensive rebounds um, between Shamar Pearl and uh, Jason Okoro. I mean, those two were uh, were big in keying this comeback. Specifically, Shamar Pearl, who was very active inside. Um, you know, he finishes with a team high fourteen points. The majority of those coming in the second half during this comeback. Um, you know, Zambi was able to get you know nine of his eleven points in the second half. Um, you know, so it was a, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely made Plano sweat there late, but yeah, I mean, then just the, uh, you know, the well kind of runs dry in the, uh, early in the fourth quarter. And yeah, once again, Plano West went the final five minutes of the game with only one made field goal. And that was a three pointer by Dalen Miner with 14 seconds left in the game when Plano was back up 13. So, um, I mean, yeah, let's see, um, let's, um, let's see to wrap this up. Let's go through some, uh, some stat leaders from this game, uh, for Plano senior, a, uh, a big night for uh, for Juwan Phillips leads the team in scoring with 13 points and seven rebounds. Plano got a very balanced scoring night. Uh, Umar Faiz and Hunter Meyer both had seven points. Uh, Quentin Williamson came off the bench with six points. Derek Osibe, who was big, you know, was big uh, on the defensive end as well. He had three blocks to go along with his six points. Um, you know, a very, very, uh, a very widespread performance by Plano. Whereas, uh, you know, Plano West gets the bulk of its offense from its starting five, uh, led by 14 points, 10 rebounds, and three blocks from Shamar Pearl. As I've mentioned, Ryan Zambi chipped in 11 points. He had three steals, plus he was big on the glass, had four offensive rebounds. Um, let's see, Dalen Miner added 10 points for uh, for Plano West as well. So... There you have it. A um, like I said, a, a big win for Plano Senior to uh, to further uh, the Wildcats' uh, playoff pursuit. Right now, they're Plano ISD's own only hope of getting a boys basketball team into the playoffs. Um, you know, and they exit this game in a pretty uh, you know in a pretty advantageous spot. They have a uh, they have a one game lead in the standings over McKinney, a McKinney team that they have already defeated earlier in the season. Obviously, they'll have to play McKinney again for sure. But right now, Plano is uh, is in a good spot right. Now. Now, in the sense that they control their own destiny for that final playoff spot. Um, elsewhere in the district for, uh, let's see, for 668 Boys Basketball, I mean, you have Denton Geyer, who's just obviously, I mean, Denton Geyer is is going to win the district championship. They are going to, uh, yes, they will repeat. They have a three-game lead. They're 11-0 in district. They have a three-game lead over second place Allen and have already swept the season series with the Eagles. So, yes, Denton Geyer will uh you know will almost assuredly repeat as the uh as the undisputed district champions out of six XA. Allen is in second place at eight and three, followed by Wiley, which picked up a win over McKinney on Friday. Wiley is at seven and four. Plano six and five in fourth place. The four teams outside the playoff picture right now. Uh, McKinney is uh, is five and six in fifth place. McKinney Boyd four and seven, although technically not out of the mix just yet. They are still alive. However, Plano West three and eight in seventh place, and Plano East zero and eleven in eighth place have been eliminated from playoff contention. So. 
we shall see what awaits. We've got three games left on the uh, District 6-6A schedule. So, yeah, plenty to be decided as far as playoff berths and seeding are concerned. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, folks, hey, I appreciate you all for checking out this podcast. This has been Matt Welch with Serial Media. You can check out my story as well as some video highlights. I will get around to posting those highlights at some point this weekend, uh, most likely uh Early Saturday afternoon, you can check that stuff out at StarLocalSports.com, I should say. Otherwise, um, yeah, we'll be back on Monday with another another edition of the podcast. In the meantime, folks, hey, I appreciate y'all checking this out. Y'all have a great weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.